Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Disney's most exclusive attraction. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. We're going to talk about Club 33 Damn. in Disneyland, which is, uh, you know, we're not going to really break any new ground with it because it's been, you know, social media exists. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, for me, Club 33 was always very intriguing because of its, of its exclusivity mm-hmm. and kind of little... Little kind of tiny little theories around, a little tiny mm-hmm. little conspiracy I mean, we theories might around. Break a little new ground. We might, we're definitely going to we uh, solve uh, Disneyland today. Well, this is also the very first episode where I've developed. I don't. Know, I'm going to call it a conspiracy theory based mm-hmm. on my research. This Delicious. is the very first time. Yeah. So this is the very first time that's happening. But we are going to talk. You're dropping your conspiracy theory drops today. It does uh, specifically based on this episode and the research that I've done because. With these, I think uh, when we discuss places, we like to have some kind of firsthand account with it. And yeah. we generally do. And I think I, I think that's what might separate us from some other mm-hmm. people, even though everyone, you know, they probably do a way better job and, you know, they're yeah. just more organized and they have more organized, more, better research, better More, more interesting people, better personality, hotter, um, credit scores. More resources, is, um, better everything. place to record. Yeah. They just deserve it more. But we... we we do have firsthand experience, and I, I think if we don't really have an excuse not to, then we should be like, uh, uh, like I want to, you know, eventually talk about uh, Chateau Marmont, and I've yeah. never been there. I haven't either. Uh, so I feel like we can't talk about it unless we at least attempt mm-hmm. to get in there. Oh, we can get in there, and they'll take our money. From that, I was like, I wanted, and I, this is a little spoiler. I want to do an episode on the Magic Castle, yeah, which I have been to. Have you? I have not. I have been, and mm-hmm. that's an episode I want to do. But from Magic Castle got me to Club Thirty Three, which I have not been to. Mm-hmm. You have not been to, yeah. and it's it's because part of it is because it's very very difficult, mm-hmm. like the Magic Castle, uh, to get into. Yeah, you can't it's just expensive. go. It's expensive. You need mm-hmm. to know somebody. Yeah, there's and, a list, and, and there's a list, and and you know mm-hmm. we you know so I think. But we've both been to Disney. Yes, uh, Disneyland. We have, we have. So I think we could get into Club Thirty Three. If we worked on it, I believe that we could do that. But for mm-hmm. what made me really want to do this episode is the fact of the pushback I got in getting some accounts from people, mm-hmm. like firsthand okay. accounts. I've gotten a little. I got a little pushback. So okay, uh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to talk about my conspiracy theory behind that. We're getting into Club 33 and some of the, um, a little bit of the conspiracy theories that have gone on around Club 33. And then also the uh, lawsuits that have happened around Club 33. So we get a little. Pull back that Disney curtain, baby. Oh, God, yeah. Here for it. Yes. Um, We. Uh, Rebecca is now. We don't get political on here much. No, we don't get. But political we have on here. a bona fide politician Not, uh, in our midst. I am an right? elected official. I don't mean to brag. I have a volunteer position in a the lowest rung of uh, city government. So that happened. That was a big. That was a big. So what's part. your official? What's your official title? I am a neighborhood councilwoman of District Four of Echo Park. So 
yeah, I'm doing aside from this podcast, I'm doing other things that don't pay me any money. Yeah, so it, it might cost you money, busy. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hemorrhaging money. Busy, <laughs> thank you. But you, we, we do discuss a lot of yeah. this, this area on the podcast. Exactly. So I you... think politics are kind of a part of what we talk about. In that, it's a lot of what we the places are really wrapped up in economics of LA or the place that they're located in. I think it's hard to not talk about that stuff. You can't have a, a crime or a indiscretion or anything kind of. Uh, of any kind of like value without mm-hmm. having some kind of economic or political exactly and why I mean I it's not hard to find out what my political beliefs and leanings are right. um, but I also think it kind of gets you know we're two white people who live in Los Angeles like it, it can get kind of routine to talk about that but yeah I, I was sworn in I had we had a big meeting it was actually a very long meeting 7 to eleven thirty p.m. Um, Whoa! Yeah, when it gets past midnight, you know it's like you get into like Illuminati kind of stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. They're okay. like, we gotta cut this yeah. because some of us have to be at a secret society meeting yeah. in about a half an hour in mid city, and we are timing this poorly. So yeah, it was, it was very fun. We got sworn in, like we do. I got a little certificate. We got some swag. I got a t shirt. I got like a we were like bottle opener thing. I got a little notebook. I was very excited for that. A folder from the city. And the city's just hand out, what are they just hand out folders yeah, now? That's where my they tax dollars money. are going. Yes, they do. Yes. Folders for me. For bottle openers? Yeah, for bottle openers, teas, other things like that. What's what's um, going on with the homeless situation? Don't know. We got bottle openers for yeah, uh, you know exactly. comptrollers. But no, we did. I mean, I also there was this training that I didn't take before the meeting, so I didn't get to vote on a lot of stuff. But I'm gonna take that training this week, and then I'll be able to vote on giving money to homeless recycling initiatives they had businesses come in and talk to us about how when they wanted to open their bar like what their licenses are so it's really getting in on the ground floor with all that new info and are you going to do any shakedowns or extortion or oh, racketeering yeah. okay, i am cool. corrupt already <laughs> yeah i can be bought yes and i'm joking if anyone from the council listened to that i took an oath hold on you, you couldn't be bought <laughs> for two dollars a month on patreon could you oh well for bonus episodes oh at patreon.com slash ghost town pod? I hope not. Oh my goodness. Well, two dollars a month, that's so low, but you get so much. Yes. So let me think about it. All right. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. I really uh, I'm excited to see what happens and what I can do to help my community, which we've talked about at length in this podcast. And we'll talk about probably more. Yeah. You know? And so- I uh, you know, we're back uh we're doing another, we're hitting Southern California again. We will be going somewhere we're else soon. Yeah. We've been really hitting uh, Southern California pretty hard. But we, we have. Well, we just had our show, as you know, yeah, probably. A couple episodes um, ago. And uh, we're looking to do more. And we want, we, lo- we honestly, we would love to do it somewhere that, yeah. um, you know, maybe if you feel a place that you're like, oh, it's this place is very receptive to having live podcasts, especially of what we talk about or podcasts in general. Let us know. Absolutely. And we would love, again, more suggestions of things and places beyond that too. Uh, ghost town pod at Gmail, ghost town pod on Instagram, like hit us up. We're very interested. Well, somebody's already uh, <gasps> taking that initiative. You, yeah. s- you don't say I'm talking about Sarah Balmont. Uh, oh, read, read her email. Yeah. We, and we love getting these, uh, please, we live for, we love, live, I live day to day for these. Th- you know, some of these might end up being a Patreon episode, so you don't Ooh. know. You'd be immortalized. Imagine being immortalized on a podcast. Imagine can that for a second. Can you wrap your head around that? Well, hopefully Sarah can, because she's about to be. <gasps> she's like, hi, I recently started listening to your podcast, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm British, living in Paris, France. So she's- Oh my God, she's already so much cooler. Cool. Like, she's we are so garbage. Cool. We are nobody. Yeah. Does she know that? We're like an old Del Taco wrapper. Like, and she's like a freshly baked baguette, Ugh. but from England, but warmed up in Paris, you know? Oh, Ugh. love it. Uh, she's like, I have a cool, spooky story they might be interested oh, in. hell yes. I remember as a child, they went on a haunted tour in Edinburgh, uh, full of ghosts in oh the my God. city. I've yeah. also never been there, but I've heard that their tours yeah. are the spookiest by far. And they, is Edinburgh where they have the Fringe Festival? Yeah, okay. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Maybe we'll go there. I don't know. I Maybe. would love to go there. Yeah. If you're listening, Edinburgh, the ghost or otherwise, Edinburgh, Edinburgh yeah. yeah, Edinburgh, yeah, Edinburgh. No, this is Edinburgh, so this might Edinburgh. be different. This is oh, my, this probably different. We are oh God, this. Uh, we're never gonna be famous. If we travel too, and we have no excuses, <laughs> but uh, ignorance. And the tour took us into this blocked-up part of the city that was covered up around the time of the Black Death. Ooh, it's called uh, Mary King's Clothes in Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Oh, we're, mm. I'm sorry, Sarah. Yeah, we're, we're sorry. We're trying our best to get the she's story out. Spelling, and she, her picture of her is very cool because it's in her like... Of course, she's so fucking cool. <sighs> you can find lots of information online about it. As a whole, Edinburgh, 
I think I said it right, is full of stories about ghosts, etc. Thought you might find it of interest for your podcast. Hell yeah. Kind regards, Sarah Balmont. Hold on. Sent from my iPhone. What? What? <laughs> trying to make more out of it than it is. Oh so God. Mary King she closed. She didn't even stop till she got home to send this shit to us. Uh-uh. No, she had to. She was on the go because she's doing a she's million so cool things. And she's like, just send them a fucking quick ass email on your phone. Yeah. Don't worry about getting to your desk. Crossing international lines. Oh my God. So we want more emails like that. Mm-hmm. Send it to us. You can rate and re- you give us a rate and review on iTunes. Yeah. Maybe can you give us more than two stars? <laughs> two and a half? Hardball? I, honestly, I don't want to push it. I don't want to put I feel like we're greedy if we ask for more than two stars. I know. I like when people are like, I have one negative thing to say about this. There's five stars to give you. How about one? I know it, it's like, but you know what? It's we it's people's opinions. We respect your opinion. You're taking we do. the time. Listen, we're not we're happy that you're here. Yeah. Even if you're not enjoying yourself or you're asleep, we're happy you're here. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our home. Yeah. Take a shit on the floor. Yeah, we don't uh, We don't care. But you know what? Uh-huh. We're not very exclusive. No, we're not. We're the opposite of uh, what we're talking about we today. We will all are welcome here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a free-for-all. Everyone, come on in. Everything's free. Nothing is a value. <laughs> um, take Nothing break, is sacred. Steal. Yeah. Yeah. But, Absolutely. Uh, but nobody loves something more, especially in Los Angeles, Southern California, than something mm-hmm. when you're told you cannot go. Mm-hmm. It's too exclusive. Well, Club 33, just the name itself. Yeah. It's two like, threes why? together is what? like, ooh. It's a lot of curves, and dangerous I, curves. I've always been, you know, kind of obsessed, uh, even though I've only been to Disneyland once, and I did that. And I mentioned you've only been, uh, been there once. I've only been there once, and I went there uh, with a, on a work thing. And I went on the it was total VIP. Never had to stand online. Damn. In fact, I had my own VIP tour guide ushered me to the front of the line, and then I had an, ex- an exclusive dinner there. Not at Club Thirty Three. I should have honestly pushed for it. Yeah, um, like it was one of the restaurants New in there. Orleans or some. It was in a restaurant in in in, mm-hmm. in Disney, so it was a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. I, I and I got a ride home from the the uh, 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 Dante who plays um, Rufio. Uh, Rufio, yeah. So that's that and, was that experience. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, so that was that experience. What a crazy. It day was. Cra- for you. I don't know if I can ever go back and do it like a. You can like a reg like no, a like a. You will. Um, I'm not we. I'm not Disney, a Disney cult, right? Yeah, the cult of Disney, and here's my Disney uh, history too. So my uncle has worked for Disney for about. 30 years at this point. He is a record executive there and he would get us, we'd go all the time. Like growing up, we would always go to Disney when we came to LA. And so it was this thing and my parents were like never really into it and we kind of grew out of it, but he has always worked there and his kids, like his, one of his kids had a birthday at club 33. Um, he's just been so embedded in Disney culture that it's always been like, well, that's the first, first string we're going to have to try to pull, right? What? It's getting him to get yeah. us into Club oh, 33. Yeah. I mean, we can get free passes from him anytime if we want to go. And I used to, and then I worked for Disney for on, on a show, uh, my first game show job, oh. um, which was the reboot of Win, Lose, or Draw. Hold your applause. Um, so you're part, you're part, you're a cog in this machine. I'm a cog in this machine. Um, but I also, I think it's really interesting with Cult of Disney because I've seen a lot of, around it with my uncle's family um, and also just like, People here, I don't know if it's the same. I don't think it's the same with people from Wisconsin or different parts of the world. People who live in LA love Disney. It's so counterintuitive more than anyone else. People here on dating apps are always like, I've got my Disney pass. Like they have their pass and they, as like a point of bragging, I'm like, you're a 37 year old adult male. I don't care. I don't, yeah, I personally don't. You have a Disney monthly pass. They're all people are so. But you know what I'm into? I'm into the fact that they're into something. not. I like, I'm into people that are into things, whether I, you know, necessarily yeah. care or not, you know? I find it very, I find Disney culture very interesting, but I also feel like it defines people in a way that I don't, I know intellectually why, because it's the nostalgia and all this stuff, but I have that for a lot, a lot of things. Yeah. That doesn't mean I pay $150 to like monthly pass to like do that or like all this money for merch or like go to the El Capitan, which is owned by Disney now to like see all the Disney movies. I don't know where, like, who had... It's like a recessive gene. Where, like, some people have it and some people don't, you know? Anyway. So that's... Well, we, you know, we have a goal and we're going to try to get into Club 33 because we're we're told we can't. I Um, want to try their meatloaf. They don't have meatloaf there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I want to see a menu. They have menus online. 
It's usually, it's pretty like high. I I don't know if it's, I would say it's like French American. I don't know what I would call it. I'm not like a really big foodie, but fancy. Well, I just wonder too, and we'll talk about this more getting into where, because Disney is like all about the curation, the meticulous curation of an image. And so. it's and it's I mean it's it is the example mm-hmm. of of which to do that and we we discuss uh, amusement park culture you know we did uh, mm-hmm. you know we've done like abandoned ones like in our Dreamland or mm-hmm. we, we talked about Action Park we and we uh, or yeah. uh, Dismaland exactly uh, this is Banks- the top this is the king of Disney is just the king of doing all the theme park shit the best they can. yeah and it's the, it's the model to live up to for all these things. Yeah, and the yeah the, yeah the way they kind of preserve that brand mm-hmm. is like is scary it's, and impressive. Yeah, it's and but you know use the word cultish. I mean, it is. Uh, it is. Oh uh, my god, it's so and that in and of itself, I think fascinates both of us because it doesn't like, it doesn't limit itself to like you don't have to be no. a kid. In fact, you definitely if if it only relied on children, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be as successful no, as they were. But you adults, have to appeal to like Disney Dream. Have you watched Disney Dream Weddings? Disney Fantasy Weddings. It's a show. It was on free Freeform. Okay. It's just about adults getting married in Disneyland. It's yeah. a, a huge advertisement for them, but these yeah. adults, and they are all like really nice people, but their dream is to live a Disney fantasy. Disney is playing the long game with everybody. You know, do you think there's anything, I mean, I'm sure it does exist, uh, mm-hmm. but there's anything like of of kind of like a sexy kind of cosplay aspect of being like you know you see disney you know you see cartoons as a kid yeah. they've always been like very sexualized you know what yeah. i mean i wonder if there's any of that aspect to where it appeals to adults in a way that they might not recognize oh like a deeply repre- repressed embedded sexuality yeah thing. or I'm or sure. just like or just expressing that you know and no judgment you know what i mean yeah, like it's I'm hot sure. listen so, it's many, hot. so much disney porn out there you think disney princesses they're hot i mean you know they're attractive yeah they're attractive. 16 year old cartoon characters yeah but played by 30 year old 30 to be generous yeah i would say most of them are in their 40s yeah but they have they're talented and it's interesting and yeah i'm sure there's best stuff and they're buying up disney's buying up everything anyway i don't know i mean we don't know. try to buy us up we are for sale we will do it in a second please 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 dear disney yeah disney every day yes but let's talk a little about club 33 which I feel like if we did this podcast, you know, before there was podcasting, this mm-hmm. would be a little more, uh, there'd be a little more to investigate because now, you know, it's even mentioned, you know, with, with, with social media, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, like, w- w- what's going on behind closed doors, mm-hmm. you can find that out very mm-hmm. easily. So it takes a little bit away from that. But the exclusivity of it has mm-hmm. absolutely not changed. Yeah. A little background, it's been open since May of 1967. It was created by Walt Disney as a secret mm-hmm. venue mm-hmm. for, you know, celebrities, politicians, yeah. investors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, like decorated in a very like, you know, with like, antiques and a very kind of mm-hmm. like. They're like coming to the theme park, grown white men. Yeah. And now have your classy experience. Yeah. And it's the only place in the park that is uh, that serves alcohol. Yeah, that's true. And now I, California Adventure does. Okay, so so yeah, but uh, that, not doesn't feel as special in that way, but yeah, you know, it's yeah. a place where you can go and be like, hey, Behind closed doors, have a sip of wine. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know, if people are. I'm sure. I mean, I know people that go. You know, they go and they go and they're like tripping or they're you know yeah. sneaking in. Um, yeah, ibuprofen, they do drug like, tests before <laughs> you get into club. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're just like they're just like speedballing like ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh insane. Yeah, whoa, damn, yeah. Damn, this is like cl- yeah, Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> Club 33. Is there a connection? Uh, Name and two numbers? Yeah, exactly. Close enough. Um, No, I've also read, I've skipped around. There's people that were like, Walt Disney never really wanted, never wanted to serve alcohol, was kind of pressured into doing Mm -hmm. that. People speculating on things that really there doesn't seem to be anything to back it up. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of that out there. There's a ton of conspiracy videos out there. We'll get Mm -hmm. into that a little bit. Nothing really substantiated, but it is interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Disney got the idea from uh, the corporate promoters at the 1964-1965 New York World's Fair. Oh. One of the thi- when I want to look and uh, I don't know what you'd call it where I want to like fetishize photos, it's mm-hmm. uh, World's Fairs, which oh, I yeah. think especially in the '60s of like what the future is going to be like. And uh, the New York World's Fair is in Queens, mm-hmm. and there's still like you look, there's still kind of little samples of things really? that have been left behind, little benches. I mean, it's gone now. Yeah. But you know, they, some of those structures have stayed up for a while, and I love that. That's yeah. the abandoned side of things. I think of World's Fair, and I think of like. The 1881 worlds. I think of like a, turn of the century yeah. stuff in the Midwest. Where I I'm think from. there's an, uh, and I'm bad, there's maybe a 19th, 
31 yeah, or 1933. Yeah, yeah. But New York World's Fair, 64 to 65, because then- That feels so you know, old to me. It, yeah. it, it, when you think about like what is the, and I feel like a lot of maybe LAX, mm-hmm. uh, some of the architecture, that kind of art deco, futuristic, mm-hmm. uh, the Jetsons, like mm-hmm. all that kind of like domes and uh, the idea of the future. I just love that look, that mm-hmm. kind of, you know, even like Southern California, I think had that. I, w- I went to an, uh, uh, maybe, a, I don't know where it was, Mocha, uh, mm-hmm. Lac- about, um, you know, the uh, homes and the kind of, it's not, I don't know if it's art deco of kind of like that futuristic, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's like uh, Airstreams, like uh, mm-hmm. RVs and stuff like that. So there's a lot of that. And he's, you know, the, these VIP lounges that they have, which mm-hmm. is now, you know, very any convention, any airport, uh, you know, VIP lounge, like we need to have something exclusive yeah. to separate you yeah. from the, you know, the, the, the coach. Yeah, no, <laughs> I agree. And I think that is so interesting too about culture and about marketing and mm-hmm. about desirability. Um, like scare, like I was talking to this for my job, talking about the theory of scarcity and oh, yeah. how powerful it is. And it absolutely, you know, it's, uh, that idea itself, it's like, I don't care what's there. I just need to be there. Yeah. And, uh, that is a very, because if you're there and you're letting people know you're there, you've just elevated yourself. Even if you've had, you really have no reason other than like, you know, somebody, um, and I think now it's obviously social media. That's kind of really brought that back up. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of dissipated and heightened it in the same way, which is crazy. Uh, so when they, um, the New Orleans Square was planned, mm-hmm. uh, I was just in New Orleans, uh, New Orleans Not Square. Not the square, just the real New Orleans. New, real New Orleans. Uh, I don't know why I say Orleans, New Orleans uh, when I when I was looking at this, but uh, so that episode was, you know, the St. Peter House, and mm-hmm. if you want to check that out in my, my experience in New Orleans, uh, but there's a little connection. Hmm. Yeah, we're making connections here. Yeah, we do so many, enough episodes, lines. there's a lot of connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like, you know, corporate sponsors, you know, cause at that point I think, you know, we, now Disney is like, you don't need to sell Disney. Mm-hmm. Maybe Disney in the sixties, maybe, you know, we still made need sponsors. I also wonder if Disneyland in the sixties was super expensive or super cheap yeah. to go to. I think it was expensive. Like, I think it was still like you have to be upper middle class to enjoy it. Yeah. To afford. And, mm-hmm. and you'd have to also like, you have to get there. Yeah. Um, so if you're not already, already living within an hour or two from it, like you have to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so it was exclusively usually, you know, for, for corporate sponsors, industry, p- uh, people when it opened in June 15th, 1967, um, which is, uh, uh, Six months after Disney died, uh, then they started offering to individuals. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty quick. Soon after he and I listen, is there was he like no? Uh, I I want to really keep this exclusive, or is it like hey, we need to kind of make more money off of this? Make more money off it. I don't know what he co-signed. Mm-hmm. People are saying he didn't co-sign things, and the name Club Thirty Three. Yeah, it, what's that all about? It well, it's the address uh, on which um, mm-hmm. it's uh, of which the. Like in the, in the New Orleans Square, it's just oh, yeah, it's, it's thirty three. Um, yeah, it's thirty three. It's thirty numerology. No, well, like, I had, there is theories. Uh, thirty three Royal Street uh, in mm-hmm. the New Orleans Square. Okay. Some people attribute it to which I thought what in my mind was is that uh, Disney's alleged association with Freemasonry. Yeah, that makes sense. That has also been because they were like, "Oh, Disney's a thirty-third level of Freemason." Okay. But, and again, I'm not an expert in Freemason. This is a very complicated, I think, and difficult thing to kind of really just explain mm-hmm. uh, in a nuanced way. But I think there's only three levels of Freemasonry, though. That's yeah. what I'm so. So the thirty-third, and there's you know, I, look, reading, I was like, I was like, let me listen to some of these conspiracy theories. He's like, he was a thirty-third Freemason. That is just not a thing. It's just your people yeah. have said that, so you're taking that, which sounds right when you don't understand the mm-hmm. kind of this, like you know, Masonic lodges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but he was he he was not a Freemason, never was a Freemason. He was part of like this kind of sub uh, subsect, uh, and the name uh, lose me, De Malloy. I it, it was mm-hmm. a, a, a it was for I don't know if you attribute to like something like Boy Scouts or something like that. It was mm-hmm. for uh, youth that was. Uh, co-signed by a Masonic Masonic okay. Lodge. 
but that was his only real kind of. So okay. people took that. So that's but kind of bullshit. Most, pe- most people yeah. are like, he was never a Freemason. That is a yeah, absolute. You're uh, just trying to make these connections. And that, I hate that more than anything. Where it's just like trying to make this connection. Yeah. It's like there's other weird shit about this. We don't and have to also, dwell uh, on this. I think there's like a th- uh, address thirteen thirteen Anaheim Way was mm-hmm. is Disney's address or something uh, like that. So there's you know making. Uh, Making connections uh, on that on that mm-hmm. on that note, but okay. basically it's it's a uh, a lounge restaurant. Um, they mm-hmm. serve uh, oh, it's French and New American food. I guess okay, is like the taste. So, what is that like a what do you call it? Is it fusion? I don't know if yeah, it's like I a fusion it's or fusion. I mean, you know, like duck. Just, uh, yeah, it's like all the mother sauces. And yeah, like, a steak. And, again, and that I hate because I don't. I think I'm wrong when I think this, but I'm just like, oh, of course. What what's a fancy meal look like in Disneyland? Of course, it's like a. Like a steak with, like a steak with, like yeah, uh, you, you know, know, like mashed potatoes, potatoes and like the crudite, and like yeah. you know, like a shrimp cocktail, and like, and then know. they'll have like I think like you know, uh, and I've, uh, duck, duck confit, duck the confit, yeah, yeah, like that kind of thing. It, that seems like to be like the yeah. I mean, it just feels vibe. like it's like generic fancy food. I'm no, I'm, I'm sure the food is great, but yeah. it also feels like. Yeah, we get it. It's like a nice cut of fish or a nice cut of meat and like nice fancy stuff. My oh so the, what I find it, I guess it always changes I, I I don't have like a definitive answer to this mm-hmm. but it's around here it's the initiation fee <laughs> oh god um and then the membership fee okay so we should the, ask my uncle well yeah that's probably what I but we will you know we're gonna do a follow up on this but also he works for Disney so I'm not even sure how much he pays yeah to be a part of it uh that there's the initiation fee the most current one that I found mm-hmm. and if I'm mistake. Please. Mistaken, please. Uh, Barrage of tweets. Yes, please, please um, yeah. threaten us. Yeah, get at us with burning uh, <laughs> torches yeah. at my door. You know where I live in Echo Park. Mm-hmm. I'm your you know councilwoman. The, yeah, hello. I'm no here. matter where you are, exactly. you're a councilwoman. Uh, I answer to you. Th- that the initiation fee is $50,000. <laughs> Should we take a break? <laughs> Let's take. <laughs> I need to gather myself again. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Have you gathered yourself or no, it's still am, a lot I'm of money. I'm still a mess. I'm yeah. still a mess. Okay? Yeah. God. It's, it's 50000 um, Now, that doesn't mean uh, that you stop paying money because there's a annual membership fee of 15000 Where does it stop? How good are these baked potatoes? It does that because, the and I, I I looked up uh, like honestly, I looked up on Yelp how much people were paying for a plate. Yeah. It's it seemed to be about about a hundred to hundred fifty for okay. uh, a person, which well, I totally right. get. But Listen. I don't have to pay a membership to Providence to like a Michelin star. I, you don't ever like the model of this. It's like Costco meets like fine dining meets theme park, and they can do whatever they want. Even if you have the money, uh-huh. that doesn't mean what? that you get a no because. I think they try to limit the amount of members. I saw a number, like, and I don't know what the number is. If is it an endless number or it's like there's only at one time like 500 members? Uh, okay. And I don't know how. Again, I don't know how. It's like, but also, what does that say about you that you want so badly? I mean, again, it speaks to all the things we've just talked about. But like, you are rich, rich-ish. You love Disney and you want to dine and drink in Disney. And so you're waiting on this wait list to give them even more money that you've probably already given them to be a part of this thing. The wait list? Again, these numbers are just my research. And I've looked at a couple of different places. And mm-hmm. the one that I came up with, one to 14 years. 
You got to do it when you're born. Yeah, you have to uh, <laughs> come out of the womb. Young parents. Yeah. If you think your kid's going to be a rich Disney fan who likes nice food, I guess put them, get them signed up. The weirdest part is how you like get on the waiting list. Eventbrite. <laughs> <laughs> very. They kind of went a different oh, direction. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Very easy. Interesting. You have to put interested on a Facebook post <laughs> on a Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't have right. to commit, but you have to say interested. Yeah. Uh, the restaurant is Le Grand Salon. It's like yeah. sounds fake. It's like sounds so fucking yeah. chintzy. Uh, their uh, newly renovated lounge is Le Salon Nouveau, which well, the translation I don't speak French. The can't new tell. salon. We don't know. We'll the never. It's the new salon. We'll never know. The new salon. Uh, it's uh, uh, the it's new out room. There. I guess salon is like, room who, too. Who okay, knows? Yeah, we'll right, never know. Right. We'll find out. Got it. Now. Uh, I don't know if like, and I've read some things that you get, uh, and I don't know how true this, because there's so many like websites out there that kind of break it down. And I don't know if people are like saying this is true or it's a lie uh, that you receive complimentary access to Disney parks, early admission. God, ballet, I would hope so. I would uh, hope so. Six fast passes a day. Uh, you can join the skipper in the wheelhouse on the Mark Twain and passage on the, pr- in, uh, in the presidential car, Lily Bell. And it's again, like such a disconnect between like, okay, you want this like highly exclusive, elitist experience but you also get to uh go on the submarines yeah you know like drive a go-kart after you have your 400 hundred dollar bottle of wine yeah it, it's so like i and obviously you can tell how i feel about disney through a lot of this it's just i my brain i can't wrap my head around it yeah really uh so there has been uh Oh, you know what I'm going to get into first before Great. I get into some of the lawsuits okay. around it is my, I mentioned my conspiracy theory. Yes. So what I did was, I live in Southern California. I know people that are really like huge fans of mm-hmm. Disney. Um, you know, they really, uh, they, you know, say they're part of the cult of Disney, but they're, they just enjoy it. They celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. I'll just hit them up. I contacted seven different people. Mm-hmm. All seven people. One person was a We're connection. The same person. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. I had to. Uh, <laughs> um, they were all catfishes. They were just like, uh, send me money. I think you're handsome. And I was like, mm, okay. okay. I mean, Gotta get my answers. Yeah. Uh, one person connected me to uh, like their sister or something. Like just the way mm. you were like, oh, my uncle. So every- yeah. Uh, everyone was kind enough to respond to me mm-hmm. initially. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I've been to Club 33, mm-hmm. you know. Not one of them actually gave me any information. Hmm. Uh, some of them were like, oh, what are you looking for? And I was like, literally anything. I just wanted something yeah, some that wasn't me. Sur- and I don't care. It's just like, like the steak was good. scallops. Or like, oh, there was a shrine to exactly. whatever. Like if Marilyn Monroe it sat here. a secret, eyes wide shut, anything. sex cult in the back. Well, I was, it was like, what was the sex cult like? Like, yeah, you asked them all the hard-hitting questions right off the bat. Like the sex cult. You're a journalist. Journalist. Yeah, yeah. But all, you know, and people got back to me. And what is the reality? Um, People are busy, Mm -hmm. not not interested. Mm -hmm. They didn't have anything to really share. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. Yeah. That's what really happened. Because, you know, people are, they're busy. And I totally get it. Or Mm -hmm. they just didn't uh, feel like they had anything to share, didn't care. But what what is my thing is, is my, my, theory and conspiracy theory is that all of these people uh went to this thing that is exclusive and they there's something and again this is probably absolutely not true but that they felt like i was part of this exclusive experience i don't want to share it yes uh and that also might be and if that's true like i respect people's uh, you know, privacy. Because I always said, I was like, it could be anonymous too in case mm. they just don't want to talk yeah. about that. But I figured like some people are like really love Disney and wouldn't mind sharing a yeah. sentence. And maybe I also wasn't clear on what I was looking for. I know it could be a little, uh, you know, a little bit vague. Um, but, and people get back to me at different times. Uh, one person actually was like, oh, my sister uh, is, um, has been there and, you know, went and contacted them because they were there, but they couldn't really remember. So it wasn't really like, sorry, wasn't pushback, but mm-hmm. the, the the bottom line is no one shared their experience in mm-hmm. any way, big or small. And yeah. then to my thing is like, you know, that either thing where it's like, I don't want to, if I do that, then I'm taking something that was exclusive to me and uh, I'm kind of selling it by sharing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, this is uh, completely unfounded, but 
it is the fact is nobody did share it. Yeah, it's up. It's uh, and and to my mind is like, is there something kind of psychological with that? Because I, you know, like the Magic Castle. Yeah. Uh, let's say that's the same thing because it is a similar thing. Like to get in there is like you need to yeah you, you need know somebody, somebody or be be part of the storied history right. Yeah, yeah. And Club Thirty Three is like you know you 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 need to know a member and they limit mm-hmm. the amount of uh, you know guests and stuff like that. So that's kind of like what I took from that and I don't know how true that is maybe other people that have gone there might be like I don't because with social media it's like it's not hard to find a photo no um, it's, it's no. changed I but bet. I mean when I think about this and I think about exclusivity I bet they might be like hint like in a in a way like priming you know where it's like you t- you go into this door that looks like nothing because I remember taking a photo of it last time I was it's at Disney pretty nondescript right yeah it's just like a little placard on a, a door essentially yeah going in i'm sure there's like you know an elevator that takes you this thing you have a butler checking you in like there's all these thresholds of like making it seem like even by the time you even get seated you're like oh my god this, this is, is an experience yeah and this is for me and for me only and i absolutely get that uh-huh. I, I almost wish somebody would have said that said I, you that. know what i am going to see my uncle tonight because I would love to, well, also see if we can get it in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk to him about it. I'm gonna get us a, a sound clip. To, okay. Maybe he will say, but if he didn't say, I'm not gonna tell him anything about what we, what we talk about here. Right. Yeah. But I wonder if he will be like, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's dinner. It's good, and that's it. Or be like, to get stonewalled or not? Because we do. We yeah. we. Uh, I don't know. People don't realize this. We do our own, you know, the research we can do, but we mm-hmm. also pry a little bit, or we and we get, you know, mm-hmm. uh, stonewalled a lot yeah. of times. People oh, don't want to, people don't want to talk about it, or they don't want to answer, or they're just or like not who interested. Are you? You're nobody's exactly, and yeah. I totally get that. Where's it's the money? True. You, I'll talk if you pay. And we like we, we can't pay you, and I absolutely respect mm-hmm. that. But uh, we that happens a lot with us. Definitely. We're not just. We either had to have firsthand experience, and if we don't have the firsthand experience, or you know, also in addition to, we do try to do um, at least try to get something that you can't find on the internet. Yeah, I mean, we're trying. And that's again, if you're considering being a part of Club Thirty Three and you have a bunch of money to spare, maybe uh, send some. More. I'll I'll make a club for you. Yeah, I'll put a placard on uh, a door, and you can come in, and I'll make some soup. Yeah, and pour you some wine. Yeah, and I'll give you six passes to well we'll, we'll get there when maybe we maybe one of your stand-up yeah. shows yeah, yeah it's six free tickets six 12 how about 12 free tickets yeah please all if of you them just uh cut some of that off and uh give it to our patreon yeah you know? why not come on why not hello so there's been some lawsuits uh with the exclusive i feel like with the exclusivity of it I, and i don't know if it's you know i'm sure you know disney again i have some theories with this that mm-hmm. Do they want to free up, if there's a limit to the amount of people that could be a member, do they want to free up some of those memberships to get new people in there? Mm -hmm. Because essentially you've already, I mean, if you're getting annual money, but do they want to get those big ticket uh, initiation fees? Are they kicking people out Mm -hmm. for good reason or not good reason in order to do that? I bet. You have some insight into that. I have a little bit of insight. I have no proof of it. Yeah. But also it's, it's listen, you know, there, if there's rules, you have to respect them. I get that. But also, I, I'm, you know, I, I, Disney's not a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. No. There's a reason they are six. It's, it's a uh, beloved and ruthless organization. Yeah. Cutthroat. Absolutely, absolutely ruthless Non-stop. organization. And, you know, in, in my, you know, people are like, oh, the satanic imagery in mm-hmm. Disney. And I, listen. I'm sure things are rooted in, you know, some nefarious kind. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Like everything, anything like big and corporate, whether it's political or whatever, has to be a little something somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's, you know, Disney's uh, an anti-Semite or yeah. whatever. That's rooted in reality. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and or, you know, they what do they have? Is his uh, He's cryogenically yeah, frozen. Frozen, which I don't think is true. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bits of his body are frozen. I don't know. I don't who know. Like, who are we to say? We ha- I haven't seen it not frozen. That's true. You haven't <laughs> or seen frozen. Or Disney. No, true. so okay, okay. Uh, just to keep, you know, because I know people are, they they are kind of speculating interest. That, you know, we want to keep that kind of alive for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And, and we respect that. But uh, and, uh, an Arizona couple who joined Club 33 in 2012, they sued uh, the theme park. They revoked their membership um, because, you know, everything's alleged. From mm-hmm. this point forward, mm-hmm. uh, speaking out about bullying and harassment of other members at the club, 
What? There, I guess there's these during like, dinner during apps. There are these uh, lockers, like high school style, and they what? were shoving people. <laughs> <laughs> they were shoving people. I bought, in high yeah, I, I bought know. it all. I was uh, like, oh, why would they? Yeah, have those? That seems mean. Yeah, it's just like, oh wow, you really over buttered that bread. Yeah, newbie, and Whoa. then shoved it into a locker. You don't even know where that fork goes to what. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they bullied. Yeah. So I don't know what that actually entails. Um, bullied. Now Disneyland rejected the allegations. Can you believe that? Wow, they weren't they were like, like, yeah, that was us. They were of course. Like, yeah, they were like, this, but not even that, like, this doesn't exist. Yeah. Sorry. What What Club 33? What yeah. Disneyland? Huh? Yeah. Um, Arizona? That doesn't exist. Uh, uh, well, we, Scott and Diana Anderson? Never heard of them. No. Uh, so they said that Scott and Diana were kicked out because they had misbehaved. Oh, whose story do you believe? A giant mass corporation or a nice Arizona couple? I mean, they are from Arizona. Does that yeah. mean anything? I don't know if yeah, that's even a connotation. Arizona is like the Indiana of the West. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'd love to do a podcast there live because oh. we love our in- in Arizona we people. We love Indiana. Well, that's, uh, we love all of them. Yeah, we, we love, love Indiana. Yeah. We, that's the best. That's, it's all the best. You don't know what that means to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know why I said that. <laughs> mm. Or maybe change our minds. Have us there. Uh-huh. Why not? Uh, so, and I don't know what like misbehavior. I mean, listen, if there's alcohol being served. And, and now I'm going to stick up for the side of Disneyland just to play mm. fair. And and both sides. When you're spending that amount of money to be that exclusive, yeah. What kind of person are you? That ha- is that a tell as a person? And also, if you do spend that money, what do you think that entitles you? Exactly. So there's a certain amount of entitlement all around. I'm trying to exactly. You know, I just think back on my one area of exclusivity, which is my um, Costco membership. And listen, every time I give them my receipt to check off the things and they look in my cart and they see the things, I am livid. Yeah. But I have paid a price to be a part of their system and to get those sweet discounts and LaCroix. I mean, that that toilet paper, you know. You know, you get a lot of it. I'm a single woman. I have a lot of paper goods <laughs> in this apartment yeah. as we speak. And a bunch of tiny flat screen TVs. I feel like this is like a <laughs> buy a lot of tiny flat screen TVs there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, uh, they, uh, they, Scott and Diana Anderson, uh, head a consulting company in Arizona. They claim the mm-hmm. lawsuit. The problems began in July 2016. They've been a member since 2012. Mm-hmm. They had a new general manager, Luke Stedman. Mm. Luke. Don't, yeah. Lucky Luke Le- Stedman. Yeah. Um, Stedman. He took over, and the suit alleges that Stedman let favorite members bully and harass other members and staffers. Oh. Uh, so I guess, I mean, listen, I guess like, can I bully that person? And Stedman's like, just hang on a second. I just gotta just get these drinks out. He's like, yeah. can I bully that person? Yeah, like, I all right, one Luke, second. I want to bully him. Joe, one minute. I just need to get these mozzarella sticks out. And they're like, come on, they're <laughs> yeah. about to leave. I just need to bully a little bit. Yeah, of them. Yeah. It's like, fine, go. Uh, yeah, do it. Uh, the couple said in the suit that Stedman falsely accused them of videotaping a performance in the club against club rules. Cause they do have performances. Stedman. Yeah. Performances. They have. Like, who would perform at Club 33? Is it like a jazz? I think, like, Imagine Dragons had their one of their first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Avicii? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, come on, Avicii's had a rough go. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good gig. It's a good gig, but you know what I mean. He's had to say. Avicii, I think, like, was, was so, like, had, like, his stomach was, like, and again, I have no idea, but was, like, I remember, like, was, he was so stressed out. Like, he just was such a workaholic, whatever. That is, like, the lining of his stomach was just completely torn apart. Mm. Like, he, uh, yeah. That's he had a sad. tough, yeah. Uh, so, which is, listen, it's against Maybe the rules. Maybe we have our first live show in Club 33? Yeah, how much are you going to pay us, though? Yeah. <laughs> Fine. That's a no. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a no. <laughs> rejected. We rejected you, Disney. Uh, in September 2017, the lawsuit said that Scott Anderson had a medical episode at Disney California Adventure that made him disoriented and acutely ill. Medical According to the suit, Stedman accused Anderson of being intoxicated. Possible. Mm. What, the time- one place they serve alcohol in a giant theme park for for adults? Well, maybe. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't buy it. If you're like, you know, I'm Scott Anderson. I'm Diana Anderson. <laughs> we, have, we have a consulting company in... Arizona. Yeah, not and we're on members Luke of your Stedman's watch. Yeah. So did we have to embezzle <laughs> <laughs> to pay for this to, to make us appear to be like, listen, you know, of course you're gonna hire us. We are members of Club 33. Yeah. You little tiny piece of garbage. <laughs> don't even try. I don't really have like a ton of love for you know, uh, you know, the, the rich and powerful, but you know what? Listen, you've earned your money. You've worked hard. There's rule, all that kind of stuff. It's all, it's all fair play. And and I totally get that. Um, 
so the following month, the couple were banned from all private lounges at Disney parks, and their membership of Clarity 3 was terminated, Whoa. according to the suit. They can't even go into just a regular plebeian private lounge. Uh-uh. They, you know, they, you like know, the Tiki Room. They can't even go to a Chuck E. Cheese. Well, that's not a part of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Does it extend to their life? Is it? Uh, Isn't it? Mice. Uh, the couple contend their membership was revoked because they had been complaining to Stedman about harassment. So they were whistleblowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and, were trying to stand and, up for and themselves. They got, you know what I mean? Yeah, they couldn't go. I'm anywhere. Diana Stedman. <laughs> Do you know who my husband <laughs> no, is? Anderson. Scott. You're oh, getting Anderson. them all confused. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Luke Stedman. God, get the char- cast of characters right. It's like, I'm Diana Anderson. <laughs> Do you know my husband, Scott Anderson? We have a consulting company. In Arizona. Zona. Where in Arizona? Doesn't matter. No need. It covers the That's whole state. That's bullying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'd love to see their Facebook posts online oh, about this. Oh, Jesus. All caps. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, the, the uh, we covered a lot of, uh, you know, you pretty much get the gist of Club 33. I'm not going to, yeah. we're not going to uh, get no. anything more, but... Um, I'm going to talk about uh, Joey Cosgrove now. Joseph Cosgrove, oh. who's now 87, mm-hmm. a huge Disney fan. Okay, um, rabid. He wrote a book in a pre- he wrote a book about Disney, and he was one of the first members of Club 33 after its opening. Wow. Um, how did they repay him? January 1st, 2005, Cosgrove's membership was terminated. Terminated is harsh. It's not even like expired or like revoked. Terminated, mm-hmm. like the Terminator. Yeah. They say Luke Stedman was like the Terminator. Oh, um, that he's guy like, is he's like, fucking, you won't be back. <laughs> That's what like he said. Breaks balls, yeah. you know? Uh, he filed suit in April 2013. I mean, he's been a member for like 40 years, 50. Yeah. Imagine that. Like the picture of him online, he's got this 33 jacket on. He's in God, his 80s. Buy a jacket? Damn. Yeah. Um, so he filed suit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, I like how people care enough to, fi- to get legal with it, too. Isn't that crazy? I mean, listen. People loved it. I want to understand it. Can someone please, if you're listening to this, still listening to this, yes. like, please, can you just talk to me about like what it is? Like, yeah, what we want to know. Yeah, I'm curious because I love I love conspiracies. I love cultural phenomena, but for some reason, I can't wrap my head around Disney stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the was there was a settlement uh, with um, Disney. Uh, there was a trial set, uh, and then. Um, yeah, they uh, they eventually settled, uh, and then I guess his wife, uh, Joseph Cosgrove's wife, said that she was precluded from commenting at the lawsuit for mm. confi- confidentiality agreement. So they oh, settled. They settled out of court for how much do you think? What happened in there? At least a grand. What happened in there? Well, you know, it's the thing is, it's also a matter of like I've given my life. I wrote a mm-hmm. book on Disney. Yeah. How? How do? And like, I'm why? in this. Yeah. yeah. And listen, the reasons of. I think he got too him close. Out. Yeah. Got too I, close. I think the reason, listen, the, and just to be fair, I think, uh, I'm not saying the reasons the, uh, these people were terminated and probably not the only ones were, were not founded. Mm-hmm. Um, because here's the thing, it's like, uh, yeah, Disney is Disney, but the people that are members there are they not make- that money. Like they make that Disney uh, Club 33 money. Yeah. It is the thing too. And it's like clear that guy was a fan of Disney. I don't know. Disney is not Disney without the rabid fans yeah. too. So uh, 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 Cosgo's wife, Janet, was like, he's like, we're on a gag order by them. Whoa. The word gag order makes it very Disney sexy. book writing career is yeah. over. Yeah. Um, you know, she said, uh, you know, they were like, oh, you're going to come back? And they're like, no. No. It's like, damn. Sweet um, couple. Well, I mean, I guess like. I mean, I don't know what? how you feel if it's such a big part of your life. Because um, it's the only, it's, it's not like I'll go to crazy. another, I'll go to, you know, another amusement park. No. It's, it's this or nothing. This is so vague, it's driving me crazy though. Um, so why? I guess the reason why uh, Cosgrove did specifically, uh, he repeatedly transferred and sold their membership privileges. So I guess maybe, uh, you know, if, I don't know how it works. No, you get passes. A, a sweet buck on the side. Yeah, so he oh. was sub... I guess subletting in a sense. An entrepreneur. Yeah, which uh which is a clear violation of membership, which I get. So I guess maybe my uncle can't give us in. Well no no no. He thinks your uh, your uncle can't sell you. Like yeah. if he's like, Oh, I get two passes That's a year. That's good because I have no money. Right. Yeah. He can't sell it to you. He can have you as a guest. Okay. Like the Magic Castle, if you're a, a guest of a member, mm-hmm. um which is another episode we're gonna do, by the way, because I did Hell, go there. Yeah. And it was a first date. Little oh teaser. my God, Jason with a first date story. Yeah. I'll oh, see it when I'm at Magic Castle. I'll like, believe it when I see it. 
like not a bad first date. I it was, it was, no, it was, an expensive even. And I don't think everyone to do this, but even I got invited there. I've been invited there four times at this yeah. point. But with parking and dinner and all of that, it's still just like, And you okay, have to dress up. Two, you can't go without, yeah. yeah. $200 later, yeah. I guess I'm having fun. I know yeah. I'd have so, fun. So, um, you know, they want to preserve the integrity of the membership, which I, I totally understand. Uh, understand. Mm-hmm. This is also alleged. Um, uh, yeah, he was uh, unilaterally, unceremoniously, and abruptly terminated despite his 45 years as a loyal club member. Um, and he was, uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, he was within the ambit of the protections provided by California's financial elder abuse laws. Whoa. They went strong on ageism, I guess, or yeah, something like that. Uh, I'm sure no. he felt some kind of entitlement. You want young, hot people in Club 33 yeah. that can afford it. Yeah. Ugh. And I don't know how old you have it's to be to empty like. Yeah. In there, I yeah. Bet. Uh, yeah. He gave someone tickets that were. So, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. he was. Uh, he gave someone Club 33 tickets that were subsequently sold at a charity auction. Okay. Uh, so, um, you Disney know. can't catch wind. You got to keep that low key. You got to keep that low key. And you know, listen, if it's if it's sold for uh, for charity, I don't know. What, I mean, the charity could be some awful like more guns in children's hands charity yeah, too. I don't know what like the Disney is affiliated with that. Exactly, and, and, and I, I do get that. I, I do, and, and and again, I don't want to come off like you know where people listen. It's like, well, rules are rules, and you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. And and um, uh. Like I guess the lawsuit also says uh, they leaned heavy into the elder, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the kind of the ageism. Uh, Kazu was having his contractual and personal rights trammeled. Trammeled. Don't know what the word means by it's a new like- generation of millennials trying to convert Club Thirty Three into a billionaire's exclusive domain. Well, this seems like a fire fest in the making. Yeah, a little bit like kind of. Uh, uh, here's the thing: like the money is still money. Mm-hmm. And if he was still, pay, you know, even though, you know, you're a long time, not everyone there could be 80 years old, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, people Disney, die out and then new people get rich, right? You know, it can't stay in business. It's like, it's like Disney just wants like kids running around. Yeah. Like a bunch of kids running around. <laughs> it's like so they weird. make their money on generations, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And, and um, then like heralding in the next one. But maybe they don't, uh, and maybe the, you know, the kind of like thought is like, we don't want it just to be like, an old fogey place we want because yeah. and i don't know what the spending habits are of uh you know and again i'm speaking like economically what are the spending habits of somebody who's i'll say 30 mm-hmm. uh, the spending habits of somebody who says 80 maybe a 30 year old goes in there mm-hmm. and they get you know they just uh, buy like the the most inexpensive thing whereas um, uh, somebody who's older will be buying a lot of drinks and again this maybe, is my i'm if just you're like a Haley baldwin and you're like shots all around for yeah. all of club 33 they're yeah. like oh damn yeah okay so we want to go now yeah. i really want to go now i really want to go now it's like a mission to okay. go i'm gonna ask my uncle about this we're gonna have a little follow-up yeah, and then we will. Uh, yeah, so we will. You'll you'll find out soon. We'll get we'll get some information. Exactly, and you, as it shows, you know, we don't discuss this beforehand. I'm learning this in real time, right along with you. Yeah, That's wow. The beauty of Ghost Town, baby. What Fresh, a funky roller coaster of a ride. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.